0: Desire, Lord, we ask for your help. We ask that you will glorify yourself in this place today. We give you glory, we give you all the honor, we give you majesty and adoration. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Just give a shout to Jesus. Jesus we thank you. In Jesus name we have given praise. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You may be seated but while you sit make sure to greet someone heartily and welcome them together with yourself to, to HOG and indeed we are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. And so it's amazing to have the opportunity every time I do to minister to God's people. Because um, God is always speaking. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, back then we were saying, God has something to say. And I just say the advice, listen, listen, pay great attention, for God has something to say. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So today, the title of this message is Garments and Legislations. Amen. 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 Some people. I'm sure you're wondering, what does God have to say about garments and legislations? Praise God. But He does, and by His grace, He will reveal to us everything that He has. Now, uh, by God's grace, God will help us. This teaching will be very practical, physically and spiritually. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of us will wear garments before we leave this place today. Um, so, everyone, I mean, why garments? What, I mean, garments, one, you're just thinking of legislations, and then how do they marry? Now, let me just say, start by saying, everyone who is seated here was born in a form, were born naked. Was there anyone who came wearing clothes? You came wearing clothes. <laughs> If that, if that was sin, you just see end time, end time, end time. End, because no one, no one was born wearing clothes. It means every single person was born naked. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. And even spiritually, too, it was not different. Even when you were born again, you were born naked. Don't worry, we we'll, we have a lot of Bible studies. But I'm just giving an introduction. So any garments that you have on you now, praise God, it means you wore it. Did you just wake up this morning and appear with clothes on your body? No. You put it on by yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So just the same way no person is born with any garment in the natural, no one in the spirit is born with any spiritual garment every garment that we wear in the natural we put on every garment that we wear or we will ever wear in the spirit we will what put on and it is not inadvertent it is deliberate many times it is conscious hallelujah if you if you just saw a three-piece suit on your body wouldn't you be surprised what because you didn't put it no matter how nice a three-piece suit, you didn't put it on so, you will say, God for me, what is this? Blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. That is a nice garment, but you didn't put it on. In the spirit, too, the, any garment you will wear, you must what? Put it on. Hallelujah. Amen. So, we see in Genesis two twenty-five, the Bible says, God created man Adam and Eve created he in them, and the Bible says, and they were naked. God in his infinite wisdom created them, but they were what? naked. The first clothes they wore, figs, Genesis 3, the Bible says that Adam and Eve sewed figs and covered themselves because they were naked. And the next cloth the war where it was skin, when God clothed them with skin. Now there was a difference between the clothes Adam and Eve sewed for themselves and the clothes that God sewed for them. For example, the figs were very temporary. Exposed to the atmosphere would have been destroyed in just a matter of time. Skin was a whole lot more durable. And the garment that was worn on them signified something. We're coming there. But that is the beginning of times, the beginning of things. And Paul speaks in Second Corinthians 5. He says that we put on this garment so that we will not be found naked when the Lord comes. Hallelujah. Amen. And that was saved Paul speaking. So every single person who wears a garment in the natural or in the spiritual, wore the garment by a level of intentionality and deliberateness. Hallelujah. Amen. So, now, um, every garment you wear, every garment you wear, is significant for very, for very many reasons. And we'll just highlight a few of them. And we'll use both natural and spiritual examples to aid our understanding of these things. Now, when you wear a garment like it was for Adam and Eve, what it does, firstly, is that it covers your nakedness. Is that not certain? So? so in the physical when you wear a garment. It means it covers your nakedness. Now, if you... And now, just the same way, for example, you have physical garments covering certain parts of our body they were designed to cover. Spiritual garments also cover those parts of our lives or our spiritual beings that they were designed to cover. Praise God. This guy, right, I'm wearing a very lengthy garment, um, you know, full body, but it's not covering my head because it wasn't designed to cover my head. So it means in this regard, my head is what? Naked. My head is bare. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it means that if my head must be covered in this sense, there must be a garment that I will wear that will also take into consideration my head. Do you understand? Same as in the spirit. The garment you will wear will cover your nakedness spiritually. Now, when you are naked, it means one thing that is most likely akin to nakedness is what? Shame. Praise God. Shame. Now, if you are naked in the spirit, just the same way if you are naked in natural, it is a shameful thing. If you are naked in the spirit, it is also what? A shameful thing. Can we flip our Bibles quickly to 2 Corinthians chapter 5? Let's see what Paul has to say about this. 2 Corinthians 5 particularly. We'll be reading verse 3 to 5. It says. If so be that being clothed. We shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle Do groan. Being burdened. Not for that which we should not, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that wrought us the self same thing is God, who has given us the earnestness of the Spirit. Praise God. Let's read verse three again. It says, "It's if so be that being clothed we shall not be found naked." Now, if you are clothed, like I said, the very first thing that happens is that your nakedness is covered. But together with your nakedness, your shame. Now, let me explain what nakedness in the spirit is. Imagine you you go to engage a battle. And you don't have the breastplate. It means that with respect to that battle, this part of your body is what? Naked. Meaning it is susceptible to attack. Just the same way if you are not clothed. If the sun shines, it shines directly on you. You become a victim of everything happening around you. The same way in the spirit, if you are naked in the spirit, you will become, do you understand? So, the same way physical clothes are put on to cover your nakedness, in the spirit as well, your nakedness is covered when you have your spiritual garments on. Do you understand? Now, if a person, for example, wears a certain sort of garment, but probably some part of it, you know, is torn or, you know, just comes off. In that regard, the person will be ashamed. With respect to the part of the body, you know, that is revealed. Let me say, wind was to blow. Like you were a lady, you are walking. And wind was to blow and unfortunately lift your garment up. Where will you cover? Will you cover here? No, you will cover here because... Do you understand what I'm saying? So in that regard, you were ashamed. In that regard. Same as in respect or with respect to the spirit. Any aspect of your life that is not covered by a spiritual garment. You will experience shame there. Do you understand? Now, there are so many aspects. For example, finances is an area. People have garments on in the spirit to cover their shame with respect to finance. It means that they are able to deal very well with life and be shielded from all the embarrassments and the vicissitudes that nakedness in finances can bring. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? So, in that regard, they are shielded. It means they have covered themselves up and... Their shame has been what? Taken away. Because what? They have a garment on. Praise the name of the Lord. Another thing garments do is it gives you what? An identity. Praise God. Some of you saw the e flyers. And by virtue of just looking at the e flyers, you are able to understand or know exactly who that person is. Do you see that? You can look up on the screen you see that. Who is the guy in the middle? Most likely someone in the legal profession. Who is the guy to the extreme right? A worker, a laborer, praise God. Just by virtue of seeing the garment. So by virtue of seeing a garment in the natural, you are able to tell or identify who a person is. Same as in the spirit. When a person looks at your garment, they are able to tell who you are. Just the same way in the natural, you can walk up to anyone and you can behave anyhow. When we see a man wearing camouflage, will you go and slap the person? No, because you have, by virtue, now, the person is a normal human. Doesn't have two heads. But by virtue of the garment that he puts on, you have identified that this is not not someone to... Do you understand? So, just the same way, physical garments give us an identity. Spiritual garments also give us what? An identity. An identity is entirely necessary for tra- for navigating through life. Amen. Amen. When you go on the road and the police stop you, you say, who are you? you say, I don't know. I mean, that would be very suspicious. Same as in the spirit. Well, because you know that just the same way we are seeing ourselves in the natural. Spiritual men and spiritual people and spiritual beings are also seeing us in the spirit. You don't see your body. Your body is not of relevance to them. What is of relevance to them is what? Your spirit. And your spirit can be naked and if it's naked it means it's going to be susceptible to all the attacks that are in that realm and it's also going to be ashamed by virtue of everything that will befall it. Now your spirit must also have an identity. And the identity of your spirit, remember, everyone has, all of us here have spirits, right? But what distinguishes a born-again spirit or a recreated spirit from an unrecreated spirit. It is the garment, the weather of the spirit. Do you understand? What distinguishes a man? Say, for example, we are all here together. There are certain people whose garments are on fire, who are on fire. We may not see that with our optical eyes, with our eyes, but in the spirit, spiritual beings know. Do you know? Because there is a garment that they put on. That the person who looks at them with the eyes of the spirit is able to identify. Praise God. So garments give you what? Identity. Another thing garment does, and we're going to be very, 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 very fast with this. Another thing garment does is that it indicates possession. It tells us who, who owns you. Praise God. It tells us who owns you, who controls you, who is Lord of you. So just the same way for example if you see a soldier you know that for example the military owns them they are possessed by the military the military says to them come they come go they go do you understand it also reflects towards the laws that govern their lives because it means if the military owns them it means they are subject to what martial laws do you understand so the kind of garment you put on determines for example the laws that also govern your life. Do you understand that? Okay, let, let's, let, me, let me introduce the legislation from the very beginning. If you are found naked in the spirit, it means that if the sun shines, okay, let's use the natural first. In the natural, if you are naked, it means if the sun shines, the law is that your body will receive the full effect of the sun. That is the law. It means that is the legislation at work. Do you understand Same as with respect to shame. If anything was to bring shame, if you are naked, it means that you will experience the full extent of that shame. But if you were clothed, it means that that shame will be taken away simply because you have a covering. Do you understand? In the spirit and in the natural, there are certain things that you are, or certain identities that you possess that determine also what laws govern your life. So, for example... If you put on the garments of a soldier, it means that you are subject or governed by martial law. It means they can wake you up today and say, they going to some Forest. You can't say no. If you say no, the consequence of that is a court martial. Law. Do you understand? But as a normal person, if they say go to Sambisa, they say, I'm not going. And you are not subject to what martial laws. Do you understand? Same as in the spirit. There are certain things that you are and you become that determine the different legislation that governs your life. God was saying, anyone who desires to be a bishop desires in noble all However, as a bishop, he must what? Do you understand? The laws that govern the operation of the life of an elder or a deacon or a supervisor or a, um, someone who supervises the body, is different from that that governs every other person else. Do you understand? Praise God. Because the garments that you wear determines the legislation that govern your life and also Determines the legislations that you can make. For example, if you stand on the road and you say, Hey, stop there, will anyone answer you? They will probably hit you with their car. I say, This is how they said it again. But if you were to wear the garment of a police officer or a road safety personnel or an army personnel, someone in the military, and you say stop there, what will happen? They will most likely because your garment has given you an identity that tells to, that tells people that you have the authority to make that legislation. What is the legislation? Stop there. The same as in the spirit. If you come without the garment, I just say, Hey, demon, stop there. Okay. Wait, who are you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Certain men tried it. Acts 19. Seven men. Seven sons of Sceva. Where well, they say, Ah, they say the thing is just they, they, they just they just suffer going. And then you just come on, come on, come on. They Did not know that he was wearing spiritual. So they dropped, they it is just to say, in the name of Jesus, I adore you, come on. They went there. <laughs> they say, in the name of Jesus, I adore you, come on. They say, wait, oh, who are you? The same way you will ask a person in natural, who are you, if they give you an authority, or if they decree or make a legislation that you don't know where. Do you understand? And say, so, in the name of Jesus, come on. And they say, Jesus, we know. we know you. Who are They had no identity in the spirit. There was no government covering them. And the demon beats them till they were naked. He puts them in the natural the same way they were in the spirit. Yes. <sighs> Hallelujah! Amen. They had no validity to make that legislation because they were not clothed in the spirit. So it means they were naked, they were ashamed and every single exertion of the spiritual atmosphere they had gone into would be visited on them full time. Do you understand? Demons are wicked. Spiritual warfare is warfare. You are susceptible to attack. But the extent of your survival will be dependent on the garment you are clothed with. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. So, garments give you what an identity. It also lets us know what who possesses you, who controls you. Do you understand? It lets us know what government is over your life. Praise God. If a person, for example, is seen with the garment of sin, what that means is that sin possesses that person and sin is the government over that person's life. It means we can predict the outcome of that person's life, meaning the person will die. We can predict it without being prophets. Do you understand? Because anyone who wears the garment of sin is headed towards death and destruction. Do you understand? Anyone who wears the garment of righteousness is heading towards eternal life. Praise God. So we can tell what government, what laws or what protocols are operationalized in your life because of the kind of garment that you put on a judge for example the middle picture the judge can validly exercise her or his legislations because of the authority he has and because of the garment he puts on do you understand
1: yes.
0: now same way let me say this there are certain garments you put on that will impede things from happening to you for people who are lawyers or legally inclined let me say this if a court wants to charge a person for contempt. One of the very first things the court will first do, will, will tell you, remove your wig, remove your gown. Because so far you are wearing that, I cannot do anything. Do you understand? So, the court will first say, take off your wig, take off your gown, and approach me. What that means is that now you are an ordinary person. Because when you have your wig and your gown with you, you are together with the judge, both ministers in the temple of justice. The only way the judge can do anything to you will be to derobe you. Do you understand? Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Same as in the spirit. If the devil wants to do something to a person, he knows that if the person is wearing a certain garment, they cannot do it. So he will try and make sure that you are first derobed before he makes an attempt to onslaught you. Do you understand? Yes, sir. If the devil wants to pierce a person in the heart, he sees that this person has the breastplate mm-hmm. of righteousness it will try to introduce unrighteousness to you so that by virtue of that, you are deroged in that regard and then you can strike you. Because any attempt to strike you when you have the breadth of righteousness will be an attempt in what? Futility. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So, garments largely determine and reflect and identify us the laws that govern your life, the laws that you can make, the possibilities and outcomes that can come from your life. It also lets us know the kind of protection that you enjoy. Praise God. The kind of protection that you enjoy. There are many of us who when, for example, you see a soldier, even if you can beat that soldier up, I mean, just feel like ah, this guy is heavy. No. Like when we did camp. there was a particular soldier. I'm going to come to that story. <laughs> you, you got it. You know, so no. The, the, the garment you wear lets us know the kind of protections that you enjoy. So, for example, if a judge is in court wearing her robes or his robes, no matter what they do there, they cannot be held liable for it. Why? Because they have a protection of the state upon them. Praise God. Same as for a new believer, anyone who is in Christ is what? A new creator. It says as well, Romans 8.1, it says, Therefore, there is now therefore no condemnation. So it means a person who is in Christ enjoys protection from what? Condemnation because of the garment Christ that he wear. Yes. Do you understand? Yes. So the kind of garment, so when Satan comes, are going to say, oh, this one is already wearing the garment of Christ. It's not, it's not Do you understand? Because when he comes, he sees the garments that you wear and he knows that with respect to condemnation, you are what? Protected. So, there we this guy in camp. This guy was skinny. He was a soldier. They called him Mosquito. I mean, he was, I mean, that's probably the best name I can describe. Sorry to say that. <laughs> so in the natural, you think you can beat him. You'll you, you, you be able to have a fair attempt, at least. A uh, fair shot at him. But the reason no camper tried it is because of the protection that a uniform gives him. If you dare it. <laughs> The avalanche of soldiers that will come up. Do you understand? When you carry a cloak, it is not... I mean, the concern is no longer who wears it. It is the cloak that is worn. Hallelujah.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. And that is why being deliberate about the kind of garments that we wear is entirely important. Now, garments also determine ability. I'm going to take a drive from here. Now... There are certain things you cannot do except to have certain garments on. You may be a soldier, you may be a police officer. If you are plain clothed and you go to the road and say, hey, stop there, no one will answer you. You are a police officer, but you are not clothed. Do you understand? It means you are not dressed. You are naked with respect to the office you are trying to exercise jurisdiction on. Do you understand? Some people are believers, but they have not put on the clothes that they should put on as believers. So, the garment that you wear determines the ability that you can perform. Although Aaron and his sons were priests, but they could not come to perform their priestly functions without putting on certain spiritual garments that God designed for them. Praise God. Amen. So, he said to, to Moses, When Aaron and his children want to minister before me, these are the garments they have to put on. They should not come to me without this garment, otherwise, they would be destroyed. Do you understand? Because they were sinful men. Even if they were washing themselves with bulls and blood you know, and all of that. It was the garments that gave them protection before God. Praise God. Amen. So garments largely determine ability. Now let me say, let's start with um, Joseph. Genesis 37. Particularly from verse 3. The Bible says how that Jacob loved him so much. And so him a largely ornamented garment. Verse 3. We see that that garment, the kind of garment sewed in Genesis 37 verse 3 is still the same kind of garment that God instructed Moses to sew for the priest in Exodus 27. Praise God. So the moment Joseph wore that garment, although he was about the last second to the last in his house, he began to exercise the function of a priest. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we see in verse 5, when you scroll up, you see that immediately Joseph dreamed the dream. Because the moment he wore that garment, before God, this now became the priest of that family. And that's why although Jacob was the oldest guy there, he would have to bow to Joseph because Joseph became... Do you understand? Jacob may not have known what he was doing by sewing that garment. But it was in Exodus 27, we saw that that garment represents priesthood. 27-28 Hallelujah. And so he began dreaming. That, oh, all my family will what? Will bow Praise the name of the Lord. So garments determine ability. They determine the things that we can do. If you don't put on certain garments, there are certain things you cannot do. You may be a lawyer by qualification, but I cannot appear like this in court. The court cannot listen to me like this. Because I am not wearing the garment that will give me audience before the court. They're going to tell you, counsel, I cannot see you. Counsel, you are not before me. Do you understand? Because you are not putting on the right garments that will give you presence and audience in the court. Hallelujah. Amen. So you may be a police officer walking on the road and they'll say, There's no police officer because you are not putting on what? The garment. Do you understand? So when in the realm of the spirit... the search is carried kind out of for a man of fire... it's not just a believer... it's looking for a man who is putting on that cloak. So you may be the thing... In, the, you know, in terms of who you are in Christ... but you must what? Put on. Praise God. And that's why Ephesians 4... Paul was saying to them... put on the new man. Put on the new man. Because it's possible to... to, 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 to have a new life in Christ... But you have not yet put on the new man. That I'm therefore, put on the new man whom after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. It means, when you put on the new man, the possibility of living life in righteousness and true holiness becomes available to you. It's until I put on the garment of, you know, of uh, the legal garment that I then have the possibility to have audience in court. Praise God. Now, you cannot put on a garment you are not qualified to wear, to be impersonation in the spirit, you can't, you, can't, you can't even have access to it. If you try it the same way the seven sons of Scema were disgraced, you will also experience that. But the thing is, we have been qualified to receive these things, but we must what? Put it on. I'm qualified to wear legal robes as a lawyer. But until I put on legal robes, I do not have any right of audience in court. And do you understand? Praise the name of the Lord. So, the garments we put on determine the kinds of things that we can do, determine the kinds of laws that we can exercise. And God is deliberate about this because He wants us to put on this garments. You see in Ephesians 2 6, he says, put on verse 11, he says, put on the whole armor of God. It is then you will be able to stand against the devil. Because if you are not properly clothed with the whole armor of God, so you put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So it is when you have put on the whole armor of God that you have the ability to stand against what? Some people say, well, you will say, why do you need to put on this garment? What's the word? What's the command? What? Put on. It means if a commandment can be given to put on, it means there is a possibility you can stay without wearing this garment although you are saved. Put on what? The whole, not just some part of the armor, but the whole armor of God that you may be able. So garments give us what? Ability. Without the garments, then you are not going to be able to stand again. And that's why many believers are defeated, because they they try to face the devil naked. If you go to the devil without his armor, you are what? Naked. And he will beat you blue-black the same way he did the seven sons of Skiva. Do you understand? Because a believer without the garments is the same way like an unbeliever who doesn't even have the right to wear the garments. Do you understand? So, although you are a believer and qualified to wear the garments, if you do not wear it, you will be in the same position as an unbeliever who is not qualified to wear the garment and doesn't wear it at all. Although I'm a lawyer, if I go to court with the non-lawyer and I dress like this, the same way the non-lawyer will be denied the right of audience, I too will be denied. So the reason many people are failing in spiritual warfare is because they are not putting on. Put on what? The whole armor. The arm then you will be able to stand against the devil and his wives. So if you want to be successful with spiritual warfare, you must what? There are certain possibilities that would only come alive to us when you wear certain garments. The Bible says in Isaiah 12, verse 3 it says, It is with joy that you will draw waters out of what the wealth of salvation. So if you want to draw waters out of the wealth of salvation, you must come with the garment of what? Joy. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah 61, he says, and he has given to them the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So when God determined that you will deal or combat or gain victory over the spirit of heaviness, what did he give you? The garment of. Do you understand? He didn't give you gun or a spiritual knife. He gave you what? Garment of. So it means that if, see, it's, see for, 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 for the spirit of heaviness, it's not garment of prayer. It's what? Garment of. So it means you may may be fully clothed with the garment of prayer, but you may not deal sufficiently with the spirit of. So garment of what? Praise for the what? Spirit of. The garment you wear determines your ability. I may be a lawyer fully clothed. I may not be able to enter into a construction site because I do not have the clothes that will give me the ability to do that. To get into a construction site you must be with your full PPE, your personal protective equipment because without that you will have no ability to work there; you won't grant you access so it's not a one clothes to speak of. it is what god meant of what praise for what the spirit of heaviness it is the whole armor of god for what warfare do you understand to deal with sin to deal with the the the, the, the you know the proclivities of the old man. You need to put on the new man. Can we see that in Ephesians four twenty-four? Well, we shall let's read from verse twenty-two. So now I've told you, with regards to your former conversation, that you should put off, put off the old man, and then put on the new man. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So it says, Ephesians four. Just going to quote it verse twenty-four. It says. Put on the new man who is created after God in righteousness and in true holiness. So, if you want to live a life free from sin and you want to be, you know, insulated from all that sin has and sin can bring to you, what you need to do is what to put on the new man because without the new man, you will be to sin naked. It means sin will say, Okay, it means I can latch up on this one because he doesn't have the new man. On. Being saved doesn't just does the same way we are born in the natural naked. In the spirit, we are also born. But what you what what differs is that although in you know before you were born in the spirit, before you were born again, you didn't have the qualification to wear these garments. But now being born again, you have the qualification to wear. Do you understand the difference? It means if before you tried, before you were born again, you tried to wear any of these garments, you'll be an impostor. You'll be a quack. Like a non-qualified doctor trying to put on um, surgeon's robe. And it's only in the natural you can really like to, in the spirit you can't lie to anyone. They see you as you really are. It's only in the natural you can put on doctor's robe when you are not qualified. In the spirit, if you try to wear a garment you are not You wouldn't even enter yourself. you understand? Hallelujah. Amen. So in the spirit you are naked if you do not put on the garments. Hallelujah. just put it up on the screen. Ephesians 4 22 to 24. So garments determine your ability. It says that you put off concern in the former conversation, the old man. Which is what corrupts according to deceitful desires. It means although a person is saved, they can still decide to actively wear the old man. Like many saved people. Do you understand? Although you are qualified to wear legal robes, you can still decide to wear rags. It doesn't change anything. But the advice is what? Put off the old man. Be transformed in verse 23. By the renewing of your mind. And verse 24. Put on the new man. Praise the name of the Lord. So it's put off the old man. Wash yourself clean. And then what? Put on the new man. So that you are, Because you have a lot of believers. Saved people. Who still have the old man. they are still held captive by everything the old man brings because they have not put it off hallelujah amen so your garments determine your ability it determines what you can do so if there is any area of your life you are seeing that you haven't yet gained a victory or a mastery of or it seems you are naked in that regard or you are suffering some kind of shame What God's word is to us today is what? Garments. Because the garments you wear determine your ability. It determines what controls you. It determines what things you can do and what things you can't do. It determines things that you are available for. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know how death is swallowed up in victory when you put on the garment of immortality? 2 Corinthians 5. You see that from verse 3 to 5. When you put on the garment of immortality. We see particularly, let's look at 1 Corinthians 15. That's when you particularly see that way. 1 Corinthians 15. I think particularly from verse 57 or so, there are about 53. Let's go down and see. There you no, let's it. Go, go, go. Again, three says For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. Go on. It says So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that it is written, Death is swallowed up. In victory, and that's when you see verse 55. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh grave, where is your victory? Because what would make a man susceptible to dying was the garment of what? Mortality. The moment you put on the garment of immortality, it means that death no longer has power over you. Do you understand? Can element boys college call you and punish you? You are not putting on their school uniform now. How they have no power over. Do you understand? It's like many of you when we secondary school, I came to school with Mufti. How many of you do not do that here? Raise up your hand. You came to school to show them that now you can't touch me. Do you understand? Because you have now put on a garment that sets you apart from the reach of the school. <clears throat> Hallelujah! It means that the school can no longer validly exercise any legislation over you. Hallelujah! Some people have the saying that now yes, in their school, are you doing that? Are you doing that? Because the law that is operational there has no operation over you because you are not putting on the garment that keeps you within so if sin has a legislation that governs it, if you put on the garment of sin it means that by virtue of that you have now become a school student hallelujah to sin and same as if there are certain decrees of righteousness the moment you put on the garment of righteousness you are now able also to come into the experience of everything that the garment of righteousness brings you into. So, garments determine what? Ability. So, if there are certain things that you, you, you ought to do or that you think you should be doing and you are not doing them yet, start asking yourself, What garment am I to wear? Hallelujah. Because, in that regard, you may be naked. In that regard, you may very well be naked. And if you're naked, it means you will be ashamed. Because whereas you're meant to be drawing wells from the well, well, water from the wells of salvation, you won't be drawing anything because I won't put the garment necessary to make that happen. Hallelujah. So you must know about the garment because you can't put on the garment you don't know anything about. You must know about the garment. And then number two, you must decide actively and deliberately to put it on. What do you see common in all of this? Put on. Put on the whole armor. Put on immortality. Put on the new man. Hallelujah. And there are so many other garments. So many other garments. The garment of salvation. Hallelujah. When a person puts on the garment of salvation, as Acts 1 verse 10, it makes you immune from every single legislation that the unsaved is subject to. Anyone who is unsaved is subject to death, is subject to hell, is subject to sickness, is subject to everything that the devil has. But the moment you are saved. And you put on the garment of salvation. As I to 1 verse 10. You see that. For. As I to 1 verse 10. You will see. The garment of what? Salvation. It makes you what? emir. Praise the name of the Lord. So. That is another garment. It says for. He had what? Clothed me with what? The garments of. All hallelujah. And also covered me What? With the robe of righteousness. These are garments that we must what, Put on. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. We must put on these garments. Deliberately, actively. Putting them on. Can't live life without these garments. Can't will be such casualty we try to, and that's why the Holy Spirit wants us to know about garments and legislations so that we can put garments on and not be naked in those regards.
1: Hallelujah
0: mm. so whenever when you take a look for example on the screen and you see the e flyer and you see all of these garments what it brings to mind is that anyone who desires any of them must know about them and must put them on and when you put them on it tells you the laws that govern your life and the laws that govern your operations for example the moment you put on the robe of a judge there are certain things that govern your operation there are certain things you cannot do There are certain things you should not be found doing. If you are found doing them, it will be conduct that is what Uh, conduct what unbecoming of. If a normal person does it, no problem. But the moment you do it, it becomes a problem because of the garment you are what. A judge cannot be seen with his full robe. It's an abomination. It is conduct what? Unbecoming. A normal person can do it, but you can't just say, ah, my Lord, ah, well done, my Lord. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Hallelujah. He will be reported and he will be... He will be because he... Now, if he was... Do you understand what I'm saying? So, not only that it gives him rights to make legislation, it also bestows certain responsibilities what? On him. There are certain garments that you would desire to wear Go to ask you, are you ready for the responsibility that is coming come to? Uh, do you understand? It's not only to have the guy. you will say, for example, the sport Jesse, you, you want to, you can't wear this with post belly. <laughs> uh, nobody will field you on the, on the game of play. You'll be an ability to the team because they'll pass the ball and that person will carry the ball and go. You might just come out. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! It's fashionable, but this government determines or dictates exercise. It dictates work. It dictates you cannot eat anyhow, you cannot sleep anyhow. Hallelujah. It dictates you must be fit. Do you understand? It gives you the right to pass the ball on the field as score You can, a spectator cannot come on the field as score good, will not be allowed. Because it doesn't have the government that gives him the qualification to stand the pitch. But together with that qualification and the exercise of the jurisdiction, he can as an athlete. It also comes with what? Responsibilities. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When you put on the, the robe of, let's see another one, of a workman, certain responsibilities as well. Certain things you can do. If you employ a workman, the workman can come finally to your house. And do the work you've employed them for. You can't just see someone entering your house and say, What are you looking for? example said, i say, No, I don't know you. Praise the Lord. But it also bestows certain responsibilities upon them. So every garment that you put on, although it has its rights and gives you abilities, it also has what? Responsibilities. When you put on the garment of righteousness, you cannot live anyhow. Because you can stay it. I know graceful say you can't stay the government of righteousness. Let's look at it. Revelation 3. Jesus was speaking to the church in Sardis. Revelation 3. To uh, so the church in Sardis, let's see, I think it's, it's seven or so. No, let's three rather. Praise God, go down, scroll, scroll, scroll. Not sure. Yep, great, verse four. It says, "Thou has a few names even in Sardis which have not what defile what their garments, and they shall work with me in white, for they are." So when you put on the garment of righteousness, it also comes with own responsibility. It will govern and organize the way you live. Praise the name of the Lord. You can't just have the garment of righteousness and you are living in, you know, licentiousness and you know, just living as you want. Then don't put it on, because it means it's going to be stayed. Do you understand? And even saying, if you are not worthy," do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Is this this is reading from what? Revelations? Is it your Bible? Yes. Hallelujah! Yes. When you see Revelations 19 verse 8, it says about how that the, the clean linen are the righteous acts. Revelations 19. It says, "Unto how is granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen." Clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness. I like the scripture, it says, I think, let's see that in the KJV, it says righteous acts of the saints. I think the KJV or NIV, righteous acts of the saints. Praise the name of the Lord. This is another translation. I'm sure you are sitting in your Bible, righteous acts of the saints. Revelation 19, verse 8. It says, signifies the righteousness, the uprightness and godly living deeds and conduct and right standing with God of the saints. God's holy. Yeah,
1: righteous.
0: Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So I do my Bible study, very many Bible translations, so I know which one says what. But the correct rendering was righteous acts. And that's why the Amplified, for example, gives all the elaboration. The righteous acts of what? So that is how to keep your garment. So together with the garment of righteousness comes also the responsibility to have it what? So Babu will tell you that don't worry when God gives you the garment of righteousness, it's going to be white ad infinitum. No, you can you can decide like the, like the church in Sardis, as like we see Revelation 3 verse 4, to defile your garment. And if you do so, it means that when he comes to find people to walk with him, you will not be found worth worrying so, whereas garments give you abilities, they also give you what? Responsibilities. Praise God. Praise God.
1: And so God wants us to
0: be aware so that we can take upon ourselves these garments. But He also wants us to avert our minds to the fact that any garment you desire to wear, although it's good, for example, if you wear the garment of an athlete, you will be exposed to be pain to be, you know, playing on a big stage, you'll be giving a whole lot of money, but it also comes with what? So the garment is good. Of course, anyone who desires the office of a bishop, he desires a noble tax. He does well. However, these are the responsibilities of this office. Do you understand? Praise the name of the Lord. Anyone who desires the garment of righteousness to be free from sin and all of that, you have desired well. Or the responsibilities that you must keep your garment what? Hallelujah. They are garments that bestow rights on you, bestow abilities on you, bestow privileges on you. They bestow so much. But together with all their bestowments, also bestows responsibilities. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And God wants us to be aware. In certain places you can't stand in without having the proper garments. You won't be given the right audience, like you said. You won't be able to do. Although you can say, oh, I'm an athlete, I've been playing football all my life. And you were, you're sure you're six-pack. If you don't have the proper garments, you will not be put on the field of play. Do you understand? Not, you know, we, don't, we don't doubt you're an athlete. We don't doubt, but you are not wearing the proper Maybe if we put you there, you'll be a liability because nobody will know who to pass the ball to. Hallelujah. It's your garment that gives you identity. It makes us know who you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit. We're going to be wrapping up very shortly and we're going to be dealing with the last garment, the garment of fire. I like this one. Oh fire holy ghost fire burn everywhere oh, oh fire holy ghost fire burn. burn 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 oh fire holy ghost fire burn everywhere garment of fire is the kind of garment that really sets you apart in this present world. When John the Baptist was speaking of the ministry of Jesus, he encapsulated what he was going to do to the church. And he says, the one who is coming after him, he will do two things. He will baptize you with what? The Holy Ghost and with what? Fire. It means if you lack the garment of fire, you lack an essential dimension of the operation of God. It means you cannot live effectively in this third day without that garment. And so, when the Holy Ghost came and so upon the apostles, He came, and together with His coming was seen upon their head, cloven tongues of fire. They were baptized into the fire of the Holy Ghost. They wore the garment of fire. It was that garment that made people to run from Jesus. No demon had seen Jesus physically. He hadn't taken a physical form. Do you understand that Jesus' face would have looked different? If, for example, do you understand that there was no. Do you understand what I'm saying? Who Jesus is in the spirit is not a function of how he looked in the natural. His face could, if, if, if his parents were. If his mother had a long nose and his father had a flat mouth, he could have. Do you understand what I'm saying? the genetic or biological features don't make Jesus, Jesus. It is who he is and what he represents in the spirit. And what made demons know him was because every time demons saw him, they saw him coming with the garment of fire. It reminded them of their judgment to come. And that's why, for example, in Matthew 9, they say, have you come to punish us with time?" Because they saw one who came with fire. He didn't come with grammar. He didn't come to face demons. It's not what are you are coming with can face the believers with water, but you can't face hallelujah and god is now so interested in seeing that the church is actively involved in gaining new territory for him and recruiting other believers and other people into his army and the kind of army that god is forming in this last days to is an army of fire hallelujah we see for example the kind of army in the bible we see that in 2 Kings 3, 2 Kings 2, the army of fire. What were the kind of chariots that came to receive Elijah out to heaven? 2 Kings 2. Chariots of fire and horses of fire. When John the apostle saw Jesus in Revelation, he saw him as one who was on fire. His leg was as brandish bronze. That was eyes of everything about him. And that's how, without an introduction, John knew whom he saw. Do you understand? Yes, sir. And God is so concerned about us, the believers, that we wear the garment of fire. Holy Ghost fire burn everywhere, every oh, oh, fire. Holy Ghost fire burn. Burn burn, 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 oh fire. Shakaseko break it. To put on a garment, you must desire to put it on. Oh fire. Holy Ghost Fire. Oh let it burn, oh fire. Shakaseko break it Let it burn. Everywhere. Ayala karabadash. Holy God O La rakha da rakha to guru goju Akasa kata La prequadishe En le prego nagaragara dash That God is releasing to be put on by people who are interested and who want to put on those garments. The garment of righteousness, the garment of salvation, the garment of the new man. The garment of praise. Those garments, the garment of fire. He's interested in giving that. But you must desire and you must receive and put on those garments. The instruction is to put on. To put on that you will not be found naked in the day he appears. That is the instruction. you some of the legislation you can exercise with the garment of fire. You can exercise the legislation of judgment. It means that with the garment of fire you can cast judgment. You can decree things that will become as judgment. It means with the garment of fire you can also recruit into the army of fire because you have the elements that recruit. With fire, you can also take over territories because you have the qualification instrument to take over. It's fire that can burn places. Think about this. When you are on fire, you can light up other people. It's when you have the garment of fire that you can also set another life on fire. Without the garment of fire, you can't do that. It's because Peter was on fire that he was able to light up 3,000 other people on one day because he had the garment of fire. It's because he was on fire he was able to exercise judgment over people who try to deceive. Without the garment of fire, you can't. And it is so important in this day because you cannot be effective in the army of God without being on fire for him. Everywhere and we just sing that song like two, three times and we're going to pray with fire right now. Holy methods or modes of wearing different kinds of garments the same way you wear a headgear it's not the same way you will wear for example a shoe the garment of fire is born by prayer how many of you are ready to wear garments this afternoon everywhere. Had won the garment of fire with praying in the Holy Ghost. He then got up to dispense the fire. It says the front of flames. Let it burn. Let it burn. Let it leged dush. The spirit of God is here to give us the fire. The fire, the damage of fire. La prasakata. Just begin to engage in where the damage through your fire. La ragala ragadush. Holy fire. fire. deliberate to wear any garment you are wearing in the spirit you must be deliberate to put on any garment there are garments available right now in the spirit you must wear them identify the one you want and begin to sweat and say lord i receive for my wearing that in this regard i will not be naked with respect to righteousness i will not be found naked with respect to praise i will not be found naked I put on the garments. I put on the garments. The garments of righteousness. The garments of salvation. The garments of grace. The garments of fire. The garments of the human. I put it on. a heavy spirit, it may seem like you have been so troubled, your spirit is heavy and unrestful. The answer for God, to you, is the garment of grace. You may have been disappointed, trust me, you may not even know how you can feel differently from the way you are feeling now, but when the garment of grace comes upon you, the nakedness in that regard is removed. Cool. The shame that that nakedness brings is taken away because you are covered with a garment of grace. God's response to the spirit of heaviness is the garment of grace. To appoint unto them that born the garment of grace for the spirit of heaviness. special to receive right now. Say, Lord, I've seen I begin to draw forth. Begin to draw forth. Holy Spirit. I see around this place that God wants to drop the spirit. The garment of praise, the garment of praise that spirit that will give you the ability to quench every spirit of heaviness. Lord, let it drop. Let it drop. Let it come. That government of grace, that answers, a passer Enter. Father, give it Give it the garment of grace The garment of grace The garment of grace The garment of grace If you are here quickly, you feel you need that garment of grace Can you just rise? If you are here, you feel you need that garment of grace It's not just you know That's the word It's a need it right now Where you are, you need that garment of grace Oh Lord, let him receive it right now La De preso docteur Lord the garment of grace Chic Casa Il la caracado Chataledach Le bredo Le bredo de de Every heaviness removed every heaviness removed every anxiety every fear every disappointment Garment of grace comes. It comes right now. It comes right now. Even though you don't understand it, even though you may not even know why, you put on that garment and you praise God like never before. You have access into His courts. The garments of grace. It gives you ability to enter into the courts of heaven. I feel the anointing of God so strongly. All oh, the garments of grace, Jesus. That is the garments of grace. The garments of grace. The garments of grace. The garments of grace, Jesus. The garments of grace. The, the garments of grace. The garment of grace, Jesus. The garment of grace. 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 Open your arms, you receive it? Even in the spirit, open your heart to receive it. The garment of praise, the garment of praise, the garment of praise, In gain the spirit of heaviness, the garments of praise it comes, it comes, it comes, it comes, it comes, it comes. the garments. Desire it. No one can make you to wear a clothing by force. No one can put any garment on you forcefully, and that's why the instruction came to put on. There is so much fire here. God wants to baptize people with fire, and trust me, you need fire in your life. You may have been tormented by the devil, but when fire comes upon you, you become the tormentor instead. When fire comes upon you, everything impure leaves you. Things that seem to have a stranglehold upon your life they break because of the fire God in your life. Then the possibilities and potentials in you become activated because fire ignites them and brings them to life. Can you begin to receive? His fire is here. His fire is here. Can you begin to receive? Can you begin to receive? Can you begin to receive? His fire is here. He's given. Can you begin to receive? 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 And you begin to receive? And you, you begin to receive? Can you begin to receive? Can you begin to receive the fire from God? The fire from God? The fire from God? Can you begin to receive the fire from God? Oh, shala pradas, la ragada shala I don't know It burns. It burns. It burns. It burns. It burns. The fire of God. The fire of God. The fire of God. Comes like a fire, like a flame upon your arm. It burns. 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 The fire of God. The fire of God. The fire of God. The fire of God.